morning, good evening, and good afternoon to all the geeks out there in our geekdom, and welcome to another episode of our little geekdom. Yes. Yep. It is episode number 12. 12. Yes. Nice. Episode number 12. And we have the one, the only, Fred Wolf Cosplay. You guys may know him as the awesome predator at uh, Comic-Con Africa, the first one. Or and Spawn. Or, and, and Spawn <laughs> at, uh, at uh, I think that was the other Comic-Con Africa yeah. that you were at. Indeed. And, um, and then Thor at the other... Uh, that was Rage, weren't you? You, you were Thor at Rage. Uh, it was just Fat Thor. Yeah. It was just a yeah. uh, thing I did in the lockdown last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you guys will know him as all of those characters. We just know him as Fred Wolf Cosplay, or Fred, for short. <laughs> Welcome, yeah. Fred. How are you doing? Doing really great. How about you guys? Yeah, you know. Good. Same old, same old. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure. And I've been waiting for this since last year. I was like, hey, it was really cool. Um, I was wondering, when are we going to do that again? <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's been a while. Uh, we apologize for that. So, so Fred, Almost firstly, <laughs> the first thing we have to do is, before we actually just get into talking crap like we normally do, do through the streams and, and or through the shows yeah. and all that stuff, what we actually have to do is we have to let you tell us just a little bit of a little bit about yourself as a cosplayer. All right. Um, oh, things have changed a little bit since last time. So, let's go from the beginning. I began cosplaying in 2013. Um, I was just a little fan and stuff, you know, and really got into it around 2015 when I really started to get involved into the competitions a lot, started winning here and there and stuff. And now, like this year, I began, I mean, I left my full-time job as a graphic designer to 100% focus on my cosplay career. Yeah. Nice. And how's that? How's that going? I mean, are you are you starting to pick Ooh, up quite we well? Had, we had a really great start, actually. And I do a lot of things. I do commissions. I provide mm. cosplayers and costumes for events and stuff. We do like movie premieres, album premieres, and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of a lot of other things. We touch them into multimedia things like videos mm. and photos and stuff. It it had a really great start. Actually, I had the company before I stopped yeah. my full time job. And it was last year. It really, it really worked well um, before and after the lockdown. Then this year, I was like, you know, if I really want to progress in it to really um, bring it up, I won't be able to keep my job. You know, I, I would have to leave my full-time job in order to focus mm -hmm. on that. And that's when I did it. And so far, it's good. I mean, we just got uh, into the second lockdown. It had just ended a week ago, so now things are starting back. That's that cool. Ether Wolf that you're talking about. Yes, the, the one that wolf. you started with, um, uh, Akasha. Indeed, indeed. Ah, okay. See uh, who's checking up on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's 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 quite she's quite good at the 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 Facebook and all other other stalking things. She knows how to, how to stalk? research research our, our our guests before we actually meet them. I wouldn't call that stalking <laughs> because I put everything online about that. Exactly, <laughs> it's not really <laughs> stalking. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's just, it's just paying attention. Yeah, Indeed. <laughs> said every stalker ever. <laughs> anyway, so, so, so yeah. now, your, your, your spawn, I mean, when, when, I, when you said that you were doing spawn for... Um, yeah. 
for 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 comic-con africa the second time you came around now this is bearing in mind you guys the 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 first time we actually ever met fred was actually at the first comic-con and he had the most epic predator you will ever see it was like Thank the you. ultimate predator you will uh, there, there's no better predator character than that, that i'd seen other than his it was great we were all like, <laughs> we were, we when were you all... watch the video you'll see it on the yeah. screen because i've actually taken um i've taken your i think it's your scorpion cosplay your spawn your predator yeah. and um craven are the, the right. photos that are showing on the video yeah okay. so, so we're, we're like punting your 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 epic designs and the so, epic photo editing. And the epic Thank photo you. editing as well. Because that's something else we've noticed. You, you're doing photo editing now as well, which is which is quite cool. Um, yeah. So so now now we're gonna start from the beginning though, before we go all the way back all the way into your photo editing and whatnot. Okay. Um, your idea for spawn. I mean, that that was a, a that must have been way out of your comfort zone to to have to design something like that, especially with the the the, the rotating chain gun that you actually managed to, oh. to build. That has to be yeah. so out of your comfort zone. I mean, you know, how did you how did you conceptualize that? Actually, it was it was a real challenge that I wanted to put myself into. Like, you know, when you compete in the Masters division in Comic Con Africa, you go against like the best of the best on the African continent. Like, in the mm. first year, you had like Kinpatsu, second year was Jinx Kitty, and all the others. You know, and you, you really have to push um, the bar. I had to set my ball higher than I ever did before. And that's what I did for the Predator first. And for Spawn, I was like, all right, I did the Predator, they really liked it and stuff, but I really need to level up. So I yeah. was like, which character do I really like, you know? And which character do I really um, have the opportunity to bring with a lot of intricate things like more details, more um, techniques, new materials and stuff. And so uh, I bought um, a Spawn action figure uh, my first uh, time in Comic-Con Africa yeah, from um, Project Mayhem, really cool guys. Oh, and I was like, guys. all right, I really love Spawn. I finally get my hand on a Spawn figure. Why not do a Spawn cosplay? Nice. That's how it started. That's how the idea started. And yes, it was completely out of my comfort zone. I had never done something similar to Spawn before. I, I mean, I did a Spawn, a previous Spawn, which was really simple. But the one that I did for Comic-Con, the really intricate one to all the details and stuff, it was really out of my comfort zone. And even for, for the gun, yeah, the Kathleen gun, it was such a challenge to do. But I really wanted to, to succeed in the competition, you know, to at least yeah. match what I did the previous year. And so I was like, mm. all right, you need to do that thread. Just go, try it, give it a try. <laughs> I had like seven, six to seven months to prepare. Yeah. Um, Actually, six months because yeah, I had to take one month out of it because I moved in my new house. So there was a lot of things going on, mm. and yeah, it was a big challenge, really hard to put together, a lot of trial and errors. But yeah, <laughs> in the end, it came out how it did. So yeah, no, came that's... out really, really well. To be honest, thank you. Mm. Yeah, now now this is this is actually more more Keza's Keza's speed. So she's she's going to be asking more of the question when it comes to cosplays and things Emma? like that, because she knows the cosplays better than I'm. I'm a gamer, dude. I'm a gamer through and through, and uh, that's what I do. So when it comes to games, we'll we'll get back to the talky talky. But <laughs> when awesome. Karen asks questions, she knows what she wants to actually ask. So right. are there any from your side? Is there anything that you really want to ask? No, please put me on the spot. Oh yeah, no, that's it's my. That's my <laughs> um, I am good at actually taking you out of a comfort um, zone. She needs to get out. Um, what made you decide to do the um, 
I don't know the characters' names that well. Uh, man, the the Mortal Cos the the Mortal Kombat the ones Mortal that Cosplay. you man, the Go the Mortal Kombat ones that you did because you did both of them. Um, and then yeah. you made that. You also made that um, fan fiction movie sort of kind of thing. What made you decide to do that? Yeah, so actually, I've been a great fan of Mortal Kombat ever since I was a kid. Um, so the movies, play the games, and everything, and I always wanted to to do proper Scorpion cosplay, but like really one that um, where I put different versions of Scorpion together, uh, so I get a new design, like a new look and stuff. And so it was last year, yeah, I think it was December. I I was I just I had just finished with um, the new fall, and I was like, mm -hmm. all right, what cosplay next am I gonna undertake? And I just had just bought a sewing machine because I'm new to sewing. And I was like, all right, let's do a scorpion one and try to sew it. Okay, it was like uh, launching myself another challenge, you know, let's sew something. And by the end of December, when I really started it, I was like, um, I'm gonna have to clean up, make some space, find a table for a sewing machine, and it just put <laughs> glue everything. And so I started to work on the scorpion, I started from scratch. I had a few ideas on what I wanted to do. Mm. But they just like uh, look for a lot of references, put them together, and yeah, it's basically the main reason why I did it. It's because I'm a really big fan of a character, mm. and you know, there's no Scorpion without Sub Zero. And I was like, yeah, there's a movie coming out next year, so this year, and I was like, what if I just try like a short movie, just a fight scene or something like that? And mm. so I was like, okay, so. There's no other Sub-Zero cosplayers here. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to make the costume and maybe find someone within it. So I got a friend who's going to do it. And no, actually, we've changed. It's not a friend now. It's another person who's going to come to Mauritius, like another cosplayer who's going to get into it <laughs> later this year. And yeah, so basically, it's it. I wanted to make Scorpion and then to make a short movie out of it. <laughs> because I really love a franchise big fan okay yeah no I, how much of a fan of scorpion are you i mean i'm, I'm more of a sub-zero person i've always i've always preferred sub-zero over, over scorpion <laughs> why scorpion i love his backstory i love his backstory i love the fact that um he was Roshiwa Ryu. his clan was originally part of the linkway they defected made their own things and then there was a beef between the two clans. <laughs> and it depends on the version of the game that you take. Like at first, it's just Sub-Zero killing Scorpion because of, uh, of a clash of uh, rivalry. Mm. And then with the other games, it quite changed it and made it like another um, character, made it look like Sub-Zero kill uh, killed Scorpion and his family and his clan and started the whole war and stuff. And that's mm. why he became Scorpion and stuff. And I really like the story. I like the look. I like the look. Yeah. Um, not a big fan of yellow, but I really like the look. I like the spear. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I watched the first movie and you had that spear thing coming out of his hand. It was really weird, but at that time, I really dig it. And then I played the games. You know, I, I saw the movie first. I was really like a, a little kid. All right, I saw the movie first. <laughs> then I played the games. And yeah. For me, it was just Scorpion from the start. But my second favorite is Sub Zero. Ah, okay, so yeah. you you do know that, that most 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 uh, Mortal Kombat fans are not big fans of the movie because it just doesn't 
it doesn't work and apparently it's a failure and stuff like that it's really funny how they actually how, how they they tie the two together so you actually yeah. became a fan by watching the movies first and then playing the games must have been an odd transition to be able to go from from i mean like watching the the movies now the first one i i actually kind of liked the second one was terrible i couldn't stand it oh annihilation um, was a disaster <laughs> yeah we don't talk about terrible. it we don't talk yeah, about it no, no one talks about that one so so the first one was all right um i can't say that i was a huge fan of it but it was it was all right but it must have been a bit of a shock to the system when you actually played the game and you realized wow this game's actually very violent <laughs> oh, um, i think the movie came violence. out in 1995 right Mm. So I was four years old, but I, I didn't see it that year. I saw it like when I was six or seven. It was a little bit late, and yeah, I was a kid, so I just enjoyed it. A lot of fights, yeah. superpowers, and stuff like bad guys. Every ninja. child's dream. Yeah, yeah. So I really liked it, and the music was really catchy. It stuck in my mind for years after I saw it, <laughs> and. So when I replayed the game, I think it was on PS1, I started with Mortal Kombat Trilogy on PS1. Mm -hmm. And that's where I really like came to know the lore behind each character and stuff. And yes, it was brutal. <laughs> a lot of blood, <laughs> a lot of guts flying, like with the brutalities, you kill someone and you have like <laughs> 10 people worth of bones flying around. <laughs> Like there's no there's no way there's that many bones in a human body that's exactly <laughs> yeah. you can have more than one skull but it was like three to four skulls all around the place you know? it was but yeah it was a it wasn't a shock actually i knew it was a game so i wasn't really the kind of uh, kid who was scared by gore or stuff you know as long as i knew that it was fake it was fine yeah and that was very so <laughs> yeah, yeah but i became a i became a really big fan of it um, through the games. I really liked the, the movie, like I said, because I was a kid, didn't see the flaws. I watched it several years later, and even mm. before watching the new one, like, um, saw it a month ago. Mm. And that's when you really see how cheesy it is. But for the time, for the time, it was cool. <laughs> what do you think of the new one? Oh, personally, I liked it. It has its flaws. It's not perfect, but... Let's say for a prequel, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do next and the directions they're going to take. Um, I just hope they improve from it because, yeah, it's not perfect, but I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Mm, that's, that's, that's wicked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. some characters were depicted really well. Some were like completely, completely messed up. <laughs> but overall, overall, it's a positive one for me. I liked it. Okay. No, uh, no spoilers. <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh, yeah. good thing I didn't spoil anything. <laughs> Sorry, I have a very itchy nose. I've got sinus problems there. <laughs> I've been, I've been a bit sick. Would you believe? Oh, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's just sinus problems. It's nothing serious. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, but it's you guys, not, you guys should see. Word. No, Sorry? we we definitely plan to. We're actually going on leave from this coming Tuesday, so. Um, and the the goal is to try and watch as many movies as we can while yeah. we're on leave. So we, we we'll just add it to our list and see if we can watch it. Yeah, we're trying to. You're gonna see it streaming at the uh, the theaters. Oh no, we'll stream it. We we we're, we're busy activating the cats, so the, we have to yeah. be around the cats yeah. as often as possible, and they have to get comfortable with us or with the house and with us again. 
definitely it's a new it's a new world new for the for them it's a whole new world for them they don't know what this this cue the aladdin song (laughs) can't wait to see that (laughs) Uh, yeah so so we'll be we'll be um watching i mean i'm not joking when i say we're gonna be watching well she's not joking when she says we're gonna be watching a lot of things I'm going to be watching the entire Band of Brothers series again. So I'm watching Band of Brothers from beginning to end. Um, I don't we're know watch- if she'll join me. I will. We're, we'll be watching Star Wars. We'll be watching... Um, uh, Star Wars? We don't have Star Wars. No, but we, we are going to watch them. We agreed that we'll watch them. I think they're on the hard drive. Oh, right, yeah. Um, but we're also going to be watching the old Pink Panther movies. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, the old <laughs> ones. You know, does your dick die? No! I thought you said your dog is not bad. That is not I don't dog. really remember them. I think I saw one of them like years <laughs> and years ago. I never saw I've, it again. I've never seen them, so this is a new yeah. experience for me. Okay. The, the okay. first one we watched, we watched the first one. Um, I hadn't ever seen the first one, so it, it was, was new to me. But I watched the I watched the first one. It's it's weird. Um, it it's not. It wasn't exactly what I was expecting. It's not a bad movie. It just wasn't exactly what I was expecting. Okay. I was expecting the focus to be on Cluzo and what he was doing uh, throughout the, the the movie, but obviously it wouldn't have been because it was brand new and all that. So um, back in the '60s, this was a brand new, never before seen movie, and um, yeah, they right. were trying to focus on different characters at different times. And um, yeah, it turned out that Cluzo was the most favored, and that's why um, the Pink Panther or why Cluzo became a big part of the Pink Panther series. So, yeah, we're big fans. Well, I'm, I'm a big fan. I've been to the list. Maybe I'll check it too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It would, it's a good idea. As um, I, saw, I saw it once, but yeah, it was years and years ago. I was like a little kid, so I don't remember anything from it. So it just once, so I don't remember. Yeah. We'll also, we'll also be doing the uh, Lord of the Rings uh, Hobbit uh, series as well. Let's see if we can get through all of it. Oh, that's cool. So, that's cool. We're starting from um, the just... Hobbit and going all the way to the end. <laughs> I did that like a couple of weekends ago. Um, nah, maybe it was a month ago. Started mm. on a Friday night and ended on Saturday. All three of <laughs> them. It's long, eh? <laughs> yeah. Wait till you have to go through all six. Ooh, <laughs> oh go my. from the hobbits, <laughs> go all the way from the, the, the unexpected journey all the way down to the uh, Return of the King. <laughs> That's gonna be the one we're maybe, gonna be doing. Maybe because I'm doing a lot of movie marathons lately. I have this cosplay, um, so Laya Wolf cosplay from friends, uh, French, oh, yeah. uh, friends, friends. <laughs> she's coming to Mauritius this year, and we're gonna work together. We're gonna, uh, she's gonna, she's gonna come to my place and stuff. You know, she's gonna stay here, and we've been starting to to do like we have this little ritual that we do every night. We just sit and watch a movie together. We just call, mm. we do a video call, and we put a movie. You know. <laughs> And that's when we did The Hobbit, and we did, oh, this one was epic, not mine. We did the whole Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I mean, the first ones but, were not that bad, but yeah. towards the end, they just got very, very, very sad. Cheesy. The, just spin-off, cheesy. the spin-off looked like you were watching Matrix, you know? <laughs> it was like Hobbs and Shaw with Statham and The Rock. Yeah, no, I heard about that, uh, but apparently, it's just, it's become so cheesy now, it's like, you <laughs> it know, is. <laughs> it's it is. time to end, it needs to finish now, no in, more in Fast and Furious. Exactly, in the beginning, it was actually guys who built cars and raced fast cars, and drag raced, yeah. and track raced, yeah. and drifted, and, in the end it ended and up like being like a Terminator thing with Matrix stuff in it, yeah. 
Very and then after, after Tokyo Drift, everything just went down. And it went down fast as well. It didn't take, it didn't take a short turn. It was like, nope, we're going we're gonna to just like, you know, hard left. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, that was... Also, the, oh. it became more about the story and less about the racing and... There's it's, no real racing in the last ones, literally. No, it's, no, it's quite sad because that's was. what it was about, was about the racing and about the cars, yeah. not yeah. about the drama and all the other stuff that was happening in the background. That was just like a teeny tiny little part of it. Indeed. Yeah, it was, Indeed. It was terrible. It was terrible. Um, no, it's, it's, you know what, it's very hard for me to find a good series of movies when it comes to um, movies themselves. So one that I did find, that I actually found it for Kez, was um, was the uh, the Dark Knight series. Yeah. So um, I was walking around one of the, uh, the the secondhand DVD and video game stores that they, that they have here. Uh, it's called CEX. So we were supposed to be walking around there, and I saw this Batman series, and I'm like, oh, it's all three. Let me let me actually get them because I know that I know that uh, Kez loves them. So I love she, Christian Bale. Also, He's a good Batman. I, yeah. yeah. I, I love I love uh, Dark Knight trilogy too. Like it's. Mm. Um, Honestly, it's my favorite DC uh, movies up to now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And of it's course, far better than the DCU and everything. Yeah, I, I, I just love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, kids had just come out of surgery as well, so I was trying to find something that we could watch on the weekend together, so that you know I could just sit with her while she was feeling, you know, while she was recovering and getting better. And um, the Batman series popped on. I was like, ah, no, I'm getting that. Sorry, but I'm getting that. <laughs> so, and then I'll, 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 I'd like the older ones as well, though, because remember, I'm old. So I grew up with like um, the original Batman, um, the, the Michael the George Keaton, Clooney's George Clooney. Michael Keaton, yes. Yeah. Mark and the George Clooney's and all those guys. That's who I grew up with. Um, Val oh, Kilmer, me too. A little bit, but yeah, not I've, so much because I was really yeah. going into my teens. But um, you know, I mean, I didn't like nipples in the bad suit. I, I didn't see the need for that. <laughs> I think it was it was like um, the names of the movies was like Batman Returns, um, Batman and Robin, and then it was like Batman Forever, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was supposed so. to be Batman and Batman Returns. Yeah, I've seen them. Batman I've seen forever. each of them around five or six times when I was a kid. I really loved them. Yeah. Who's yeah, your favorite big Batman? Big. In terms of actors? Yes, yes. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. <laughs> there you go. Mine, yeah. Mine's actually Keaton, to be honest. I actually really enjoy Keaton's Keaton's Batman. I thought that... The, I think it was mainly because of Batman Returns and just the way the story was actually written. I thought it was really well done. It I was pretty dark. Really yeah, it. it was a pretty dark one compared yeah. to the others that came out. Yeah, uh, it was Burton. The one with Kilmer and Clooney. Mm. And, uh, and yeah... I, I think that's the one with Catwoman and the Penguin, right? Yes, yes, that was the yeah. with Penguin and the I Catwoman. loved it. I loved it. Um, that was the Tim Burton, or Tim Burton was the one who actually directed it. And, oh uh, yeah, I think he yeah, wrote the true. screenplay for it or something true. like that. But that's why it was um, dark. <laughs> that was why it was so dark. Uh, <laughs> it, it was actually one of my favorite Batman's though. It was the, was that one I really it was really good. It, it yeah, was was yeah, really was, good. Mm. Um, so Keaton has always been like up there with my Batmans. I mean, I know people are going to chastise me now. Uh, you like Keaton? Uh, as long as you don't like don't Ben Affleck, it. it's fine. Yeah, I'm not a big <laughs> fan of Affleck. You know what? He, did, he didn't do a bad job with the Batman character. Um, but my, my problem with, with ben, ben Affleck as, as Batman, and my big problem with it was that he was Batman when he was Bruce Wayne, essentially. His, mm. he didn't have, he didn't change his his voice to become Batman, you know, because it wasn't just I'm about, it, <laughs> it wasn't it's just iconic. about, uh, yeah, exactly. It wasn't just about Bruce Wayne being Bruce Wayne and Batman being Batman. You, you 
or or they could be interchanged you know like for example um you know i'm sure you saw when 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 ben affleck actually acted as batman he was talking with the same voice as he did when he was bruce wayne it's like bruce wayne Indeed. was an eccentric millionaire you're supposed to act like the eccentric millionaire i mean yeah that know, wasn't that um mystery part you know it really yeah dark when he's just creeping around and everything mm. that was missing that was really missing that was, he yeah. looked good he looked, he looked good, good. but it was he, amazing. Suit was yeah, amazing. And, and yeah, he he played Batman very well. Um, Indeed. I just think that he 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 didn't change between Batman and Bruce Wayne very well. I don't think that yeah. he played the the um the the the, Bat, uh, the Bruce Wayne character very well. Batman he played fine. He was he was not bad at Batman, but he was not a good Bruce Wayne. <laughs> just, I, he was not a good Bruce Wayne. I've I've seen better. <laughs> what do you think, um, man? What's his name? The guy from Twilight. What do you think he's gonna be like as Batman? Because uh, that's that still Batman. coming out this year uh, I'm as not well. Looking forward to that one. I think <laughs> if you if you see it from a Twilight perspective, like if you've known him only for Twilight, <laughs> it's not promising at all. It's <laughs> 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 gonna be that shiny well, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Sparky but, Bruce Wayne. But, you know, if, if you. If you watch his other movies, like I think he played with, um, I forgot the name of the other actor. I mean, Willem Dafoe. It was what was the movie called? Lighthouse, really dark one in black and white. It came out like two years ago and stuff. And he, he was really good in it. Like mm. the guy, he, he can really act. Actually, he's not just like that glossy vampire. You know, <laughs> he, he has some skills. And based on that. I think he can portray Batman pretty well, but not maybe the Batman we know from the comics. You know, yeah. maybe a, a new version, uh, maybe like mm. a mixture of different versions, a younger Batman. That's what he yeah. is, a younger Batman. Now you see, where, where my issue comes from is, is um, you look at look at the Joker, for example. There's, there's a good good example. I haven't seen the Joker, but I've heard very good story, very good. Um, things the about the joker oh, the one um, we were working phoenix yeah yes and i've heard that that joaquin phoenix played that part unbelievably he really pulled off the joker so well really? actually really he, he he played psychotic really well <laughs> yes yes actually you it's the kind of movie where, where you can side with him you understand why he became the joker you know yeah Mm. I remember seeing it. It was in essay actually. Um, last time when I came to Comic Con, the movie came out, so we went to the theater with a oh, friend, nice. and it was amazing. Absolutely loved it. Uh, the whole theater just clapped after the movie. You know, it was so great. Mm. And yeah, the way he portrayed the drugger was just perfect. Yeah, I know everybody says that um, Heath Ledger was the best Joker. He was the best Joker of his version of a joker yes one yes. that waking phoenix did is another completely different version different mm. take yeah and, but it was a really good one really really good one yeah that's important for any for any character when it comes to when it comes to the um the the essentially what the character's personality is going to be like you're going to have actors that are going to play uh characters differently but it's how they make that version of them their character and how they portray that version of the character that makes them you know unique and good or exactly. bad accordingly you know yeah, I mean, totally i mean that, that's what Heath Ledger yeah. did he did a really um huge amount of work on himself to mm. get into that character and that's why it really paid off on screen you know mm. he yeah. was really into that character he he just shined <laughs> it was a little too much I mean, you look at the, yeah. 
natuurlijk. <laughs> yeah, with all the depression and everything that came after that, and yeah, yeah, yeah no, that was it was quite quite bad that he actually picked up that much depression afterwards. But you know, rest in peace, man. He was a he was a good actor. He, I mean, not just not just for the the, the Joker, but I mean, there's there's um, a Knight's Tale. He was freaking brilliant yeah. in that. Um, and the, I mean, dude, I, I'm not a chick flick kind of person. <laughs> I, I don't like chick flicks. But I actually enjoyed 10 Things I Had About You. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, he's actually, in it as it's, well. It's actually quite good. Um, he, he's in it as well, yeah. And it, it's actually quite good. But um, I mean, like I said, I am not a fan of, of chick flicks. But that was not a bad movie. It was actually quite good. All so, right. You know, you, you've got you to... Gotta, um, you know, just take take each each movie. You're gonna have you're gonna have movies that that they're terrible in. Mm. But the thing is, it's not because they're terrible. It's because the script is terrible, the and they can only do so much with a crappy script. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I agree. You know? So so yeah, you know that's but then that's just that's just my my feeling when it comes to to actors and characters, and when you do your swap outs of characters or actors, sorry, like Spider Man. I like Tobey Maguire. I thought he was a good he was a good version yeah. of, of Spider Man, because he was I think he was he was the uh, he was just what was he he was the ultimate Spider Man I think um, he was the Spider Man that actually had the, the the webs grow out of him yeah so yeah. Um, he was a one version of the Spider Man it wasn't wasn't yeah. the, the the I mean that's what most people don't understand there are so many versions of Spider Man yeah um, you got the, the amazing Spider Man yeah, yeah there's there's multiverse in, in Marvel's yeah. Hmm. So you've got the you got the amazing Spider-Man. I think that I can't remember the actor that played that. Um, Andrew Garfield. Good. Uh, yes, Andrew Garfield. He's my favorite Spider-Man. He, he was a good Batman. He was really he was, good. I, he was really I, good. I, Batman. He's Spider-Man. not Batman. He's mm. Spider-Man. Uh, he was a good Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed him as Spider-Man as well. The only one I don't really like is this latest one. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Uh, yeah, Tom Holland. I I I don't know if it's Tom Holland or if it's the character, but. One of the two just rubs me up the wrong way. It like it rubs me up this way, yeah. And and, and I don't I don't like it. <laughs> For me, as long as he's in the suit, it's pretty much okay. I like him. So you don't like but his face? Out of the suit, out of the suit, he's just his his geeky kid, which actually Peter Parker is in real life, but he's not that cheesy. <laughs> yeah, no, he's in, not that cheesy. I mean, he's got in the comics. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. Parker is not that geeky or that, that that nerdy in 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 the comics he's a nerd i mean he's he's an extremely intelligent uh indeed uh, indeed but not that much character. but he's not he's not so much of a nerd that he's actually you know incapable of actually speaking to people you know he does know how to talk he he he, he works for the 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 daily bugle, daily bugle yeah. he would have to know how to talk to people because he takes photos of them all the time. Indeed. <laughs> and you can't, you can't be, he can't be as recluse as they they make him. And and that's what I don't like about this new one, is he's very yeah. he's very recluse. Whereas Tobey Maguire or the Tobey Maguire Spider Man and the the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, both of those two were actually they were there. You know, I mean, you you yeah. had you had him, uh, Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. He was. He was a little bit shy in the beginning, but as soon as he actually started coming out of his shell, you actually saw him grow. The only Spider-Man I didn't really like was the third one. Um, I think that the third one with Tobey Maguire, I think that they, they really did a bad job with that one. Um, yeah, they did it. Um, yeah, the one with the Sandman, Venom, mm-hmm. and the new Joker. Like, uh, yeah, all, all three together at once. It was once. too many. Yeah, it was too much. It was, yeah, too crumbled. Like, too, too many supervillains and yeah. like, 
such a mess of a story. Too many things in just one movie, actually. Yes, exactly. It was way too much to actually throw into one movie. You know, it was like, I mean, you had, you had Sandman, like you said, Sandman, Venom. There was Rhino in there. I mean, what the hell? Are you sure? <laughs> no, I think yes. Rhino was in, was in the loss. You're the one he, with, with Andrew Garfield, actually, the second yeah, one. Yeah, he was in Andrew Oh, Garfield. yes, but there was also, you know, they, they seem to like doing that. That's what I don't like about the guys who are working on Spider-Man. They forced so much into one movie. They did the same thing with with, um, with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man in the second one. They just yeah. they, they crammed way too much into it. They could have spread it out. They didn't have to cram all of the characters in immediately. That it just That's true. It, it makes for for horrible screenwriting, in my opinion. I mean, look, I'm not a, I'm not I'm not a movie critic. I'm terrible at critic, criticizing movies. <laughs> I don't give scores to movies because I don't like scoring movies. I'm oh, sorry. It's... When are we going to see you in movies? Yeah. Since you make those little teeny tiny movies, when are when are we going to see you in bigger, longer, more better movies? Bigger, longer, uncut. Actually, yeah. I, I can't really answer that. I don't know, but I have a plan. I have, I have a lot of plans. Like I said, there's this cosplayer from France who is moving here to Mauritius, and together she she's a big um, fan of making movies. You know, she she studied that. She she has a degree in um, the history of movie and things like that. You know, and yeah. together we we are really gonna like, put a lot of short movies um, out. You know, and we're even thinking of bringing that to film festivals to like the film like short film contests that they have you know? yeah and maybe this can bring us somewhere in the future no no but we're crossing fingers on it nice nice that's that's really quite awesome yeah <laughs> it's funny oh, she like should have been here already um since the start of a year but with the whole covid thing it has been postponed to the end of this year actually yeah is she so the one that sorry is is she the one that you're doing the um which of the stuff with yes yes it's her, <laughs> it's her. so what are you playing, playing Geralt? Cosplays. sorry are you playing Geralt? playing yes. girls Geralt, Geralt of Rivia. Oh, Geralt! <laughs> yeah. He hasn't yes. seen your Geralt. I haven't seen your Geralt yet. No. I have only one picture out so far. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I've so got to see I it. need to complete the complete the cosplay. Actually, I only have a top. I don't have uh, braces. I don't have a pants. I don't have anything that goes <laughs> below the waist. I only have uh, the armor, and even the wig. It, it's not the proper wig. I have to get a new one. But yeah, I'm doing him, and we have a short movie plan with Geralt and Siri. Oh, Geralt and Yennefer, we haven't decided yet. So, yeah. Nice. What's on nice. the list? It's going to be interesting. You know what you should do? You should do a short movie of Siri and Geralt going through one of her portals into Cyberpunk. Because remember, they, oh. did that in the, they did that in the game. She mentions it in the game. Uh, if you remember, have you played The Witcher, The Witcher 3? Um, a long time ago. I haven't finished it back then, but yes, I did. Okay, well, she... She does mention when she goes through all the portals because she she knows yeah. she, she can walk from from uh, uh, plane of existences so she can she essentially she can travel from from parallel universe to parallel universe and one of them happens to be the cyberpunk 2077 one they just they okay. hinted at it cd project red were very clever they actually hinted at it because she's like yeah they 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 don't ride horses they ride metal carriages and blah 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 there's like this whole thing that they, that she talks about and they oh, like, and, and the nice. swords that's come nice. out of their arms and things like that i was like 
Oh my god, they're referencing Cyberpunk. <laughs> I mean, Cyberpunk has been in development for years and years, so I think they, were, yeah. they already knew they were going to do, do that crossover. Which is really yeah. funny, actually, because, um, again, um, Laya Wolf, the girl who's going to do Siri and, and Yennefer, she's actually mm -hmm. planning to do a crossover right now. I think she saw a few fan arts online, and she's going to yeah. do the cosplay, like the Cyberpunk version of Siri and Yennefer. That would be freaking awesome to see. That would actually <laughs> yeah, be freaking indeed, awesome to see. Indeed. I would love to see. To be honest, I'd like to see you do one as well, though. You must do a Geralt. You must do a Cyberpunk version Cyberpunk of Geralt. Cyberpunk Geralt, yeah. But I think that I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add do it to it. I think you must. <laughs> All right. I think you All must. Right. <laughs> Sold. For anyone watching or listening, you heard who, it here first. You heard it here first. He's going to do a Cyberpunk Geralt. Yes. No backseats. This is live on YouTube forever. Yes. <laughs> well, not live, but it's All stuck right. on YouTube and Anchor forever. You no no backsies. Yes, uh, that means you're gonna have to you're gonna have to send us pictures out so that we can <laughs> post them on the on the the, 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 the SA Geeks channel. And then if it's if it's good All enough, right. if it's good enough, what you have to do is enter it into into um, the cosplay comp, dude. What do you mean <laughs> if it's good enough? Of course it will be good enough. This is Fred. We're no, not, not that kind of good enough. Not that kind of good enough. What I mean by that, I, I by, think for cosplay contest, we will expect something a little bit bigger, bigger with a lot mm. of. Intricate details and stuff, you know. Yeah. So do, do a cyberpunk girl. I'm sure you find I'm, I'm something. Gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna do it anyway. Because, like I said, if Lion Wolf uh, is doing the Syrian Yen version of it, definitely, if we're gonna do a Joe, I have to do Garrett. So yeah, I'm gonna make it. Would it would work. It would actually it work is. as well. Gonna but make also, it. I mean, imagine you'd, you'd sell so much. <laughs> You could actually get a 3D printer and then start printing those particular Little characters. mini versions of you! <laughs> actually, I have a 3D printer. I got one. Um, I mean, remember last year when we talked, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have one. Oh, yeah? But it was in the middle of a lockdown. So after the lockdown, we, we were working on a big project mm. um, for a big company here. So we were able to, to get um, the finances necessary to, to invest into a 3D printer. So now nice. we have one. Nice. I got one um, in my studio. In the next room and it's really fun it's really fun yeah we think you're getting one too with intricate details and stuff but mm. when it comes to cosplay making though i love to stick with foam you know the crafting is my mm. my passion but that's the whole but thing for the small, yeah. yeah for the small details for things that mm. you really need mm. to do um that you can't make with foam like for example yeah. um mechanisms you know yeah joints yeah. and stuff so that's what i print actually no, that makes sense. But I mean, you know, you can't, you can't really, in my opinion, you can't really design uh, a good cosplay if you're not using foam because the foam actually allows you to, to like, essentially chisel into it to create the yeah. finer pieces, and it also allows you to paint on it more comfortably. And obviously, it's more wearable because it's not as heavy. <laughs> you, know? you don't want something heavy on you the whole time, now, do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you print, you get to choose the setting. So you, you can fill it completely or you can make it hollow. So it, it really depends. But if I only need to choose between wearing an armor made of foam and an armor made of, uh, you know, just 3D printed uh, armor, yeah. I will pick foam, obviously. Yeah. No, of course. And it makes perfect sense. You know, it's, 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 it's just how it goes. If you don't. And the thing is. Not, not many people. If you look, if the people just look behind you, I'm sure that they, they wouldn't realize that a lot of that's made out of foam. <laughs> all of them, actually, all of them. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You know, so all the fans out there, you know, the guys who want to get into cosplay and things like that, you know, it's, it's if you want to get into it, remember there's thousands of mediums in which you can actually choose to actually make cosplay. 
I'm Indeed. sure, I'm sure um, Fred would actually be able to tell you exactly which ones you are, are good. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get into your um, photo editing and all of that? Because the the Craven photo and all of the other photos that you've been editing recently have been absolutely fantastic. Thank and you. I'd, I'd love to know how you got into it and what your skills and experience experience and the secrets are behind making oh. such awesome things. So it all began in 2012 and I started um, my studies at the university. So I start, started um, with a certificate, then a diploma and a degree in graphic design, advertising and digital arts. So that's where I really started with Photoshop. But you know, um, at the university you just learn the basics. And then you have to learn on your own. So I kept practicing years and years after that. But it's not like I developed the skills recently. I had them, but I wasn't really able to put them into the cosplay use because I was working um, for a digital agency where I'm on Photoshop like all day long. When I get back home, I'm so tired of it. I can't bear staring at the screen anymore. So I wasn't really into making Photoshop <laughs> editings for my own. But once, once I quit last year, uh, in December, that's where I really like, had the opportunity to take time myself to, to practice more, you know, um, develop my skills and really put that into the cosplay perspective because I really love it. I, I don't like to modify costumes. Bear in mind, I don't like to modify costumes uh, through Photoshop. I like to put my cosplays into the proper universe, you know, like with a background, mm. lights and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. So I started uh, the university and then it was just practice. Practice at work with the things I was doing and a lot of practice at home, trial and errors. Yeah, Photoshop is, is, I mean, there's two ways of doing Photoshop. So either you learn, you learn the step by step, you watch videos and then you just follow it. Or you try to bend the rules. You try to like combine the tools, combine different ways of doing stuff and develop your own way of editing. And that's what I do actually. And that's why I love doing it because you get to create a lot of things. You get to um, bring your own ideas and your own ways of doing stuff. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, and so, with regards to the design, though, I mean, um, what, what is the average length of time it would take to create a decent cosplay? You know, something that you'd want to actually enter into a competition, essentially. Ooh, it really depends. Really depends. Um, my only predator right there took two months and a half because I was in a rush. Uh, and I was working full time, bear in mind. For all my, my, my two biggest cosplays, I was. I mean, for all my cosplays, I was working, or either um, at the university. It's only Scorpion that I started after I quit my job. So, basically, I would say it, it really depends on the cosplay you're doing. So, a cosplay can take a week to make, while others can take months to make. My only predator took two months. Yeah, two months and a half, or maybe two months because I was working, so I was working on it only at night during weekdays and during the weekends. Mm. Spawn took me about six months, like I said, because it was a lot of trial and error. Tons of trial and error, actually. First gun I made was a complete failure, so I had to just throw it away and start again. <laughs> and yeah, it really depends on the cosplay. 
So it varies. I would say between a week or maybe even a few days. It depends on the character. There's, there's yeah. a lot of characters that you can do with um, things that you have in your wardrobe, like closet cosplays, like they say. But when you're really gonna make a huge armor, a huge um, monster, or whatever robot or whatever you want to make, there's yeah, it takes a lot because it's not only like making it. You have to go through the process of doing research. If yeah. you don't want to hit a wall and you know just crash, like oh my god, I can't, I can't move forward. I have to start from scratch again. So you have to do a lot mm. of work, uh, a lot of research, which really, which takes time. Sometimes mm. you have to research um, the materials you're gonna use, yeah, the techniques you're gonna use, and if you don't know those techniques, you have to practice first, mm. um, and then you, you you just launch yourself in the cosplay. So yeah, it really depends on all those factors. Yeah, seems so. So, for those of you who want to do this, just remember it does take time. And if you fail the first time, don't worry about it. There's always next time. Can you? Oh, sure. Sorry. Sorry. No, carry on. <laughs> I was saying I've, I've failed a lot of times. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's not a shame to start over again. Yeah. Of course, of with, course. With the failing and stuff, have you ever come to the point where you just go, that's it, I want to give up, I want to stop doing this, I, I, I'm done? Or do you just find a way to push through? Um, there are times when I'm like, I, I'm done for the day. <laughs> I, never just, I never just give up on the cosplay entirely. Uh, sometimes I'm just like, all right, it's not going to work. All right, just put everything aside. Do something else and then and then i come back the second day when i'm rested and everything and i'm like all right let's see how i can approach it differently and see how it can be made because in cosplay there's several ways of making of making your stuff your props and a costume so if you hit a roadblock you can always find another way of doing it or just ask someone who has done it before for for advice you know some cosplayers unfortunately don't like to give their tips and advice. Some do, and I'm and I'm among those who do. <laughs> I love to help, so. <laughs> yeah, always Sounds open like freaking music industry. <laughs> Speaking of, have you been yeah. dabbling in the music industry since recently? Oh, I've been doing, doing a lot of covers like at that? home, trying videos and stuff. Um, now that I have more time on my hands, I've been planning to do a lot of covers again with the same lady, Lyle Cosplay. She sings freaking amazingly. She has such a beautiful voice, and we have a lot of covers planned for a lot of songs. You know, she, she's like me; she's into rock and metal. Mm. So we're just waiting for her to come. So we go, uh, then we're gonna put up a lot of videos. Yeah, nice. So yeah, for those of you who didn't know, he doesn't just do cosplay, he does photo editing, he does play games, and he sings, and he plays musical instruments as well. Guitar. He's like, and what, what do they call the them? The, the triple threat or whatever? You're like huh? the quadruple threat. Oh, you mean music? Uh, you when mean, you can you do mean... like a whole bunch of different yeah, things. That's Jack of all trades. Yeah. Yeah, jack of all trades, I guess. <laughs> I like to say it's jack of all. For, for me, it's I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> I'm master of none too. Huh? <laughs> I'm not like I'm not on the level of those who compose high symphonies and stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just. Hey, yeah, I'm just a guitar on, player. 
Yeah, it depends on mastery though. That's the whole thing because each each person Indeed. has their own their own version of what mastery is. You know, mastery could just right. be um, mastering cover songs. You know, and learning how to play cover yeah. songs and only cover songs. Yeah. You know, that's that's a form of mastery. Writing your own music is a form of art of mastery. You know, it just Indeed. Indeed. it depends on the the I suppose you can call it the context. You know, what 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 people would be looking at as a as a. Uh, feel to devil in you know being a, a musician myself for a while that i was yeah you know, not a great one i'm not i'm not, not going to say that i'm a good musician at all it's just I, i'm I, not going to consider my, i don't consider myself as a good one either <laughs> mm, no I, no i know i'm not a good musician it's just uh, I, I i did it for a while when i was younger and um yeah i still play guitar every now and then um it's still fun. I played Rocksmith, basically. <laughs> There's my guitar playing. It's playing Rocksmith. <laughs> it's a good way to learn. Like, yeah. like I, I, when I actually get back into it, it's a good program to use to learn how to play the guitar because they yeah. teach you all the different things. And you don't need to go and pay a really fancy teacher. You can just play a game. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the only unfortunate thing is teachers can't teach you everything or the the game can't teach you yeah. everything it's got it's got some good techniques that it can show you and things like that and you learn you can learn quite a lot from it so you can learn how to play decent leads and things like it. you can learn how to play decent rhythm but it doesn't teach you about things like um holding the, 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 the there are two different kinds of g chord that that play exactly the same note but are held yeah. differently you know um but it's exactly the same note um you know it's literally just one with four fingers like that and then one with three fingers like that i prefer yeah. playing with four fingers i th that was always my go-to when it came to playing a g chord it's never Same really been Same. exactly i can't play with three it, it, it doesn't feel right to me um, i started with a three with three fingers technique mm. then i moved to the fourth one and i really loved it <laughs> so, old lady yeah, old lady. yeah, yeah but the, the, the whole thing is the reason why that that particular chord um, or the reason why I bring that particular chord up is because there's also a reason they don't tell you that the the certain chords need guide fingers. They don't tell you about yeah. guide fingers and what a guide finger actually is. So for those of you who don't know how to play guitar, here's a little bit of um, advice. If you've been playing Rocksmith and only Rocksmith, I can tell you one thing. Guide fingers are very important. When you hold a G chord, for example, this finger here, this your ring finger, is actually yeah. a guide finger for you to go from G to D. Simple as that. Indeed. No one Indeed. really knows that, but that's how you work it. Then when you want to go from D to C, your your, your finger just your, your pointing finger just slides across one upper string and you're on a C. So yeah, that's it's, right. it's simple things like that, that that you can never get taught by a Make program. It sound so easy. But you can be taught that if you if you have someone tutoring you in that so i would say don't completely throw teachers out the window they are actually very good there are some very good teachers out there but if you can't afford one and you prefer to use rocksmith and things like that then go for it rocksmith is a good learning tool it's in the a beginning. good start yes but you always need coaches my opinion you always need coaches yeah that's true <laughs> that's true even when i started um i started because my brothers and my cousins were playing guitar and so i was like why not sounds cool so Let's, let's start to, uh, oh, I had a friend who was really, really good in it. Mm -hmm. So I used to meet him and bring a huge sketch pad on which I drew all the um, the frets and uh, the, the strings, all six strings and frets, um, mm -hmm. like with um, a couple of them on the sketch pad page. Mm -hmm. And he was just giving me the notes, you know, 
like G, you didn't need to put your figure here, 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 and I was like putting points on the like little dots <laughs> on the strings, and that's how I started actually. Yeah, that's tabular writing. What you what you're doing there is is called tabular writing. That's when you write instead of writing yeah. music like you write notes, you write it in tab or in tab format, where yeah, tab, you actually tab, put actually, like yeah. one, two, three, and four down as your fingers. Indeed, sometimes Indeed, five. Sometimes even five, because you can actually flip your thumb over the neck like that and hold it whole string. Yeah, actually, it's not wise yeah. to. It's actually very uncomfortable if you're holding a certain chords, but you can bring some really cool chords out if you hold them like that. <laughs> um, I, I like to do it when uh, when we're doing the, you know, when you move like, I mean, you can do all the chords by the neck, mm. but when you're sliding and you're doing the notes, I, I don't know how it's called in in English. In French, we, we just call it like um, barre, like it's board. You, you just put one uh, finger when you. Barcode. It's a barcode. Yeah. Barcode. All right. So, so I like to do it like that. Mm. Uh, when sometimes I just use the finger, uh, the thumb, and <laughs> yeah, the index, yeah. and then I use the other fingers to to just slide around. That is a weird technique, but geez, that that that, that must work really well. It's a strange technique. But it must work um, really well because I normally just use barcodes. Really, I do it up. because <laughs> when, when I was playing live on the electric guitar, I like to have my guitar really low. Okay. You know, one, so of those to, one of those guitars. It's hard to use the index to, to put on the old six chords, so uh, I, I, I got used to it. Yeah, you're one of the you're one of the guitarists that have have unusually long arms, so you have the guitar all the way down. The <laughs> My friends are always like, "Why? How is your guitar like? How do you play like that?" <laughs> Even though they're, they're more advanced than me uh, with mm. guitar, they, they have studied it and everything. Yeah. But every time we were just we were just switching guitars, I was like, "Oh, that thing is so high." We were like, "Dude, yeah. how can you play?" <laughs> <laughs> now I normally play with it just like. Center mass, so it's essentially it's just sitting at my stomach, you know, uh, it's the best place for me because um, okay. I don't like too high, I don't like too low. Um, I played in a band once where the bassist played with a guitar like really low. I, I, I don't know how the hell he held that guitar because, you know, he used to play pretty complicated bass notes and or pretty, he used to play the bass like he would play leads. And oh, wow. it would be like, he, wow. he would play at high speed, but he'd be all the way down at the bottom. He, I don't... He, I, I wondered how he could hold the guitar because I'd be slouching <laughs> to hold the guitar like that. He didn't. Yeah, but, but you are short. <laughs> yes, I am short, so it really help. <laughs> the, the only times when I would like maybe I'll lift my guitar a little bit was like when I had to do solos. Because yeah, it, it's yeah, really it's hard. To when it's like down, that, it's really like hard to do solos. <laughs> <laughs> it's, always, it's always easier to play like this than it is to play like that. <laughs> yeah. But when and doing riffs and stuff, yeah. When yeah. doing just riffs, uh, my guitar was always low. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's like playing, um, uh, what's it, Metallica, that everyone plays Metallica, that one Metallica song. Nothing else, Nothing else matters. matters. Yeah. Um, I actually have to also bend the guitar up a bit because I can't I can't get the classical, because I actually can play classical guitar as well, so I like to I like to dabble in, in, in doing this with my fingers. <laughs> uh-huh. These short little stubby yeah. things that you can call fingers, but they, they work, you know. But uh, I remember one thing. Uh, this is something that I need to tell all the fans out there. Don't ever let anyone tell you that your fingers are too short to play guitar. True. Please, don't ever let anyone tell you that. Look at this. Look at how short these fingers are. If I can play guitar, you can play guitar. <laughs> there. Truth. And I'm learning piano too. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so that's enough of me annoying people with my music for 
Do you have anything exciting planned cosplay-wise, work-wise, life-wise? Um, I'm st I mean, I said something I started last year. I started doing workshop sessions, you know, for people to learn. Even though I was with the whole COVID situation and I haven't done another one. So I'm planning a lot of them this year, um, hopefully. And like I said, there's this lady coming, so she's joining the company and everything. And nice. we're gonna start doing a lot of new workshop sessions. She's a lot into makeup as well, SFX makeup, you know, mm. uh, latex, silicone, and stuff like that. So we got this. We have our own little movie company down in Mauritius. Sorry? We're gonna have your own little movie company down in Mauritius. <laughs> yeah, I mean, make, I mean, make Mauritius into the new Hollywood. <laughs> Um, we have our movie plans, so short mm. movies to begin with, but maybe who knows if it, if it yeah. grows up, if it grows to something um, like really big, I wouldn't say no, why not? I'm always here to try <laughs> new things, as exactly. long as they are things that I like, you know, things that fall into what I do, like cosplay and short movies, it just comes and go away, it's the same thing, I mean, you can intertwine, <laughs> so that's really cool, yeah. and personally, I'm planning to do a garden on my rooftop. And oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I really want uh, a huge garden because she's coming with her dog, which is a, a Kenny Corso, you know, big breed, huge dog. Oh. And I already have five dogs at my place, four downstairs, one who lives inside with me, upstairs my old one, and there's going to be her dog as well. So mm -hmm. I want more space for them. Mm, so we're going to do that. We're going to do uh, a garden. Um, we're gonna do. I mean, I have my, my 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 rooftop is quite like a rectangle. It's rectangular, so three three quarter of it is gonna be the garden, and one quarter is gonna be a new workshop because we're gonna be working together. So it's gonna be a new workshop. I have only one room for the workshop now. It's like it's like a three and a half meter by three and a half meter so we, we're definitely gonna need a larger one mm -hmm. yeah so that's a big plans nice. and following that that's gonna also be used for the workshop sessions and stuff mm. so we are also gonna be able to work on bigger cosplays so we don't really have huge plans ahead we have a lot of small ones yeah but maybe we'll um, become big towards so that's how it's gonna go you don't need huge plans to become big or anything. Small plans are generally the greatest plans because they take less time. And even then, those small plans might turn into something big anyway. But actually, that's how it uh, started for me as a cosplayer. I started just as a fan, you know, doing small cosplays and stuff. There was at the start there was no plans of doing a business out of it. Even less here in Mauritius, you know, because people <laughs> didn't know what it was cosplay back then. It started like um, eight years ago, 2013, so yeah, people didn't know what it was. Uh, there was only a few people, we, were, we had that little convention, really small one. So it was just like a closed community, but like 99% of Mauritius didn't know what cosplay was. Yeah. So for me, it was just doing something, like a new, a new hobby, you know. Mm -hmm. And with years and years, it kept growing, and now here we are. I have my own cosplay business, went to SA on competition and stuff, and yeah, it just grew yeah, out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> That's never a bad thing, though. It really isn't. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's that's. I think that's about it. Um, we, we normally only do these for an hour, so you don't have to sit there and like staring at your screen the whole time. When is this gonna end? When is this gonna end? <laughs> also, because it's quite late there. For yeah, you it's now. quite late there now. So um, um, let me check. It's oh no, it's almost nine p.m. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's almost nine p.m. Yeah, it's only six o'clock here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so for us it's early. Okay, so what we're gonna do for you is we're gonna need you to plug every bit of your channel so all the stuff that you do your your um all the places where people can find you and your business and your business tell us all right (laughs) so um first of all you can find me on instagram at fred wolf cosplay and uh, there's also either wolf cosplay who is on instagram right now and we haven't really put a lot of stuff on it yet but it's kind of gonna grow in the coming months you can find me on Facebook at Fred Wolf, Fred Wolf Cosplay again, but I'm mostly active on Facebook on my personal account, mm-hmm. Frederic Lamarck. You can find me there. If you have any questions about cosplay or anything else, music or anything. And if you want to learn more about the lady, famous lady I was talking about, you can also check her on Instagram at Laia Wolf Cosplay. And that's it. There for now, that's it. Go. In the future, there's going to be YouTube and stuff, but for now, that's it. <laughs> there you go. Well, and you'll 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 hear that when he, he obviously announces that. So when you follow yeah. him on those channels, he'll let you know when the YouTube channel is going to Very exciting. Very exciting times. Very exciting indeed. <laughs> okay, my angels, your turn. Uh, okay, so the podcast is obviously available on YouTube for video purposes, and on Anchor, you can listen to all the audio platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so on. But the link is on Anchor. Um, and then us as the SA Geeks, we are on uh, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and but shoot tiktok will be more active when our cats come because why not make it about the kitties yes so it'll be the essay the cats of essay geeks on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of tiktok i might be getting on tiktok soon oh there you go Just i've been quite place. reluctant to get on it <laughs> for years Don't worry, and years I've been reluctant to but I was speaking with a friend of mine and she she made me realize that you know um the audience for cosplay now who is on Instagram uh, the growing like the, the new people who are coming into mm. it they are more on TikTok on, on Instagram TikTok, so yeah. in the future yeah, it's obviously gonna be the audience for for mm. cosplay so that's why I'm moving then there you yeah, go you'll we, also find him on TikTok we've <laughs> seen quite a few cosplayers that put their stuff up on TikTok and stuff so it is definitely the way of cosplayers to go on TikTok so now you, now you have no choice yeah now, now you kind of screwed yourself here really now you have to go <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna get on it and it's gonna be the same so fred wolf cosplay okay yeah there you go so it'll be easy for you guys to find him mm. but yeah yeah so guys, same name every platform exactly mm. so if you guys enjoyed the show today you can hit uh, the 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 like button right down there you can hit the subscribe button right down there i think depends on where um where josh decides to put them um but They'll be here somewhere. The like button, all right, all that stuff, <laughs> and the bell notification if you guys want to be notified of when, where, and if anybody has come up. That's if it actually happens. Uh, if you also like Mr. Mr. Wolf over here, you can also subscribe to him. I'm sure you, 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 he's got lots of stuff he can tell you. But yes, guys, thank you for joining, and as always, remember. Give it, give it, give it, give it.